Hello and welcome to And Let's Be Heard for Monday, July 31st, 2023. I'm Mike Achopoli. All right, how was everyone's weekend? How did everyone's weekend go? How did it go? Mine was great. Really quiet. <clears throat> Didn't do much. Just relaxed, you know, and uh, kind of enjoyed um, watching television, I guess. You know, what else, what else did I do? I guess I perused the internet a lot on my laptop. Did my usual, you know, going through Twitter. On the weekend, I like to be very kind of casual with it. Really, I, li- I like to be very casual with um, with uh, my Twitter usage on weekends because, you know, I do enough of that during the week. I, do, I don't count. There should be a way you can your phone can count how many times you go to X. By the way, it's called X now. It has now changed to X on each one of my devices. So my laptop is X. My cell phones, laptops, tablets, everything, it's X. So X marks the spot. X is now Twitter. X is Twitter. So I'm going to talk about the X. In, you know, people who don't live here in San Francisco may have been seeing videos of, uh, or even if you live here, maybe you're seeing videos of the X that Elon had put at the top of the uh, formerly Twitter building, building formerly known as Twitter. He put the X at the top and it was like a lit up, right? It would like blink. And so the liberals here, the Democrats want to be a pain in the ass because they don't really want like off businesses haven't left San Francisco. They want to chase all businesses out. <clears throat> Remember, this is a, <clears throat> this is not a, like a, they're not like stupid people. Well, they are stupid people, but they're doing this on purpose. This is the Great Reset. This is what they want. They want a city of the very wealthy and the homeless, right? That's what they want. They want wealthy and homeless, nothing in between. So they're killing small businesses on purpose. This is part of the lockdowns and the COVID mandates were all done on purpose. So they have destroyed it for the most part. But this annoying guy named Musk doesn't want to leave and has said he's not going to leave. No matter how much they bug him, he's not going to leave. He'll just give it right back to them, which is good for him in a way. Although people are asking him to move to Austin, Texas. I can't imagine he won't, you know, move there sooner or later. But for now, he's sticking it out like some of us. And uh, he put the big X on top there and the liberals made him take it down because it was supposedly not a permit or it was some kind of, uh, you know, issue with the uh, the light was too bright or who knows what it was. So they made him take the uh, X down. Now, remember, these are the same people who don't mind if, if humans shit and piss in the streets or if humans die in the streets. Humans, I see people who are obviously dying or dead on the streets here all the time. I, I walk past them all the time. These people don't care about any of that. But they care about a giant X on top of the Twitter building because it's Elon Musk. Now, remember, if if uh, Mark Zuckerberg owned that building or George Soros uh, or the Biden family or the uh, Heinz family, they wouldn't care. Believe me, they wouldn't care. They wouldn't make a big deal of it at all. In fact, they'd probably say, oh, how great it is to have this giant X lit up and makes the city look like a real city and 
so on and so forth. But because it's Elon Musk, they made him take the X down. Um, because once again, they want to drive him out. They want all business out. They want it out. And they want to bring in realtors, the developers, to make these huge condos, right, where rich people can come and live. They can buy these condos for two, three million a pop. And the city will be wealthy people who never leave their apartments, who get everything Ubered or lifted or, or Uber Eats or whatever it may be. And homeless people, right? People on the streets. This might sound weird to you. Like, why? Why would rich people want to live with, with, with homeless people? Why? Because this is the, this is what the liberal elites want. They want a society, right? They want a society that they can run, where they can live high on the hog. Remember, they don't have to deal with these actual people. The wealthiest people don't have to deal with the people on the street. They don't have to deal with the crime or the homelessness. They live in their, they live in their multi-million dollar condos, get everything delivered to them, get the doorman to get Uber or Lyft to them if they ever go anywhere, right? And then they go back home again. So they don't have to deal with this. They don't have to walk through it. They don't have to drive through it. They don't have to worry. Their buildings are high tech, high security. If anyone dare, dare sleep in their door, they'll get out. They'll get, they'll get chased out. The police will come and get rid of them. The rest of us, we have to deal with this. We have to deal with this. There was a guy about, um, I don't know, on the sidewalk, about 50 feet away from the entrance to the door of my building a couple of days ago, lying on the middle of the day, four in the afternoon, lying with like a blanket half over him, naked, his ass was showing, right? And I think the uh, ambulance came and did something, took him away or whatever. But uh, that's what life is like here. But the wealthiest people don't have to deal with that. They hardly ever even have to see it. But if they do, it's a slight nuisance when you have that much money. So that's the kind of city the liberals here want. That's the kind of city the politicians here want. They want that. That's part of the Great Reset, right? It's part of it. Um, so they're trying to chase Elon Musk out. Everyone else is gone except him. And they're trying to get rid of him. All well, the malls are gone. The Westfield Center is gone. Um, movie theaters are closing down. So it's going to, it's going to be a very, you know, um, urban dystopia. It is, it's already urban dystopia, but it's going to get worse and worse and worse. And if you look on Twitter, if you don't live here, you'll see these, you'll see these videos. You'll see these videos. And so the liberals don't care about the piss and the shit in the streets. They don't care about the crime. They don't care about the small businesses closing. They don't care about any of this stuff, but they care about an X on the top of a building. Of course, we also know that's also part of the um, virtue signaling, right? They're, they're against Elon Musk. They have to show the world that they're against Elon Musk. So they make him take the X down. Wow, what a victory over this multi-billionaire. What a victory. Look, Elon Musk is not a stupid man. He did it to troll them. You know, we know that. Of course he did. <laughs> of course he did. He's not a dumb man. And so he put the X up there and it started to blink and blink and blink and blink. And uh, he knew what would happen. He knew what happened. But he wanted to show everyone what hypocrites these, these liberals are. This is the kind of thing that bugs them. Not carjacking. Remember when the car is stolen and uh, carjacked on camera, 
and goes off a cliff, almost killing people. And then the people run out. They scatter like roaches. These car th- these carjackers, thieves scatter like roaches. The city says, oh, we can't we don't have enough evidence to prosecute right now. We have to let them out so they can steal, maybe kill while we're trying to figure out how you prosecute people. Will you have it on camera that they carjacked, stole a car, drove it off a cliff, flipped over and they ran away. But this is the city I live in. This is the kind of city I live in. This is a, this is what happens when you elect Democrats. It's really simple. This is what happens when you elect Democrats. This is the kind of city you get. This is the kind of city you must live in. These people do not believe in law and order. They don't believe in law and order. Then they'll they'll when there's a when there's a crime a, a crime and the guns involved, they'll say stupid things like, "Well, the guns are in the hands of the wrong people." Yes, because you make it impossible for the right people to get guns. You see, in Republican-run cities, they have a system where the law-abiding citizens, okay, can uh, buy guns, right? They can have guns. It's called the Second Amendment. They're allowed to do that. So they go through the process. Um, By the way, that whole process is where the people who, the gun people, who I consider myself one of them now, we're being nice by putting those systems in because the Second Amendment doesn't say anything about having to have those kinds of systems. But we have been reasonable and we have legislated laws which say you need to go through a certain process to get a gun, even though the Second Amendment doesn't say anything about having through any kind of a process. According to the Second Amendment, I should be able to walk into a place that sells guns put my money down, get my guns and ammo, and leave. But we've been nice. We've been reasonable. We believe in common sense. The right believes in common sense, unlike the left. And so we've put in laws that make it a process. But in the Republican-run cities, you can go through this process, and in a period of time, you can get a gun to protect yourself. Therefore, in those cities, the right people, the law-abiding citizens, have the guns, Okay, not just the bad people and the bad people are less likely to go into a place and use those guns when they know the good people are there and are going to kill them if they try it. You see, that's common sense. But I know there's no common sense to the liberal. The liberal does no common sense whatsoever. All they believe is virtue signaling and doing stupid things to get stupid people to continue to vote for them to keep them in office. But once again, as I've said before. In fact, I said this on my show last week. There's a a similarity. It's not just the left-wing voters in this country who are dumb. The right-wing voters are dumb in many ways also. We're seeing that now. We see it in primaries, how dumb voters are here, right? We see in general elections, you can't tell as much, right? Because everyone takes their sides. We have our tribes. But in the primary, you can really see how dumb people are. When you, like, have these choices between candidates, and it's so obvious anyone with a brain and common sense who the far superior candidate is and yet there are so many people who go with the less lesser candidates and so you know as i peruse twitter over the weekend early today i'm seeing these dumbass comments like um well you know i don't i i i like what ron DeSantis has to say but i i don't think he's a really likable guy so these same people who say they don't like ron he's not a likable person think trump is a likable person how fucking stupid do you have to be to think that DeSantis is not likable, but Trump is? Now, you can believe both of them are not likable if you want. I love Ron DeSantis. Um, 
Because you know what I think is likable about Ron DeSantis? He like let people keep their businesses open. He let children go to school. He didn't retard their education. He didn't make them wear masks to school. OK, he didn't shut people's businesses down. So they go fucking broke and end up on the street. That's what I like about Ron DeSantis. Get it? But let's say you're a moron and you just believe in the cult of personality. You just don't like either of them. They, they both rub you the wrong way. All right, fine. But what fucking idiot could actually say with a straight face that DeSantis is not a likable personality, but Trump is? Trump is a likable personality? Only in the cult of Trump would this bloated, belligerent, fat slob be likable. This this cheap schoolyard bully be likable. Who can find that more likable than Ron DeSantis, than a guy with a nice family who volunteered for the military after 9-11, served his country, and uh, made a million and a half, well, let's say 20 points. He won by 20 points in Florida when no politician either on the right or left had ever won by more than one or two points. So once again, it, you have to be stupid, but really uniquely American stupid to see Ron DeSantis as not likable, but Donald Trump as just a, a lovable soul. I mean, it's, once again, so like I said, it's not just the left wing that has dumb voters. It's the right wing also. It's the right wing also. And that's what I mean. By the way, when I say dumb voter, you're going to say, I know people out there are thinking, well, Mike, if someone disagrees with you, they're a dumb voter. No, that's not what I'm saying. Give me a reason. Give me reasons why you like someone as a possible president or don't like someone as a possible president. You have to give me the reasons, though. You can't just say, I find this person not likable. Well, what is it? And then you need to give me actual real things. You can't say, I think their voice is squeaky. That doesn't, that doesn't qualify. I'm sorry. You are an idiot. If you think that's a reason, if the, if the tone of their voice makes them a not a likable person that you can't vote for, you're not a serious individual. And I have every right to call you an idiot. Give me real reasons. Give me real reasons. I don't like DeSantis's policies on a b c d i disagree i'm the opposite so i want conservatives who vote in the republican primary to tell me that they don't like ron DeSantis because they believe you should be able to teach transgender stuff to kindergartners you should be able to teach race to kindergartners critical race theory to kindergartners i want you to tell me that so you're a conservative but that's what you believe right so you obviously don't agree with Ron DeSantis on those things. Or I want a conservative Republican to tell me that they believe schools should have been shut down for two years, that Democrats did it right, that Trump did it right. Everything should have been shut down. If that's what you believe, then tell me that. But you see, they don't believe these things. They agree with Ron DeSantis on these things. So they have to come up with these stupid, juvenile, asshole, uniquely American reasons for not liking somebody. 
such as, oh, I don't like his voice. I don't like his tone. I don't like the way he looks. I don't like the way he eats pizza. I don't like the way he eats pudding. I don't like the way he does this. I don't like the way he does that. No, you're a fucking idiot. Okay? And if those are your reasons for not liking someone, whether their name is DeSantis, Trump, Biden, Sanders, Hillary, whatever it may be, then you're a fucking idiot. You're not a serious person, and I shouldn't even have to fucking talk to you. You're lucky I even consider you as a human. So once again, you can disagree with me. We have people on this who come on this show several times a week who disagree on certain things. And when do I get angry? When they say stupid things like I just said. But when you say, no, you know what? I didn't like Ron DeSantis's time in Guantanamo. Uh, I don't I don't particularly like what he did there. All right. We can talk about that. That's fine. That's fine. Or, well, you know, I don't like what he did with Disney. He shouldn't have, you know, maybe maybe we shouldn't have gone there. I can I, I can I can argue with you one way or the other. But don't say stupid things. OK, like his voice is squeaky. OK, like he's too he he, he eats doesn't eat pizza the right way. He's putting with his fingers. Uh, he doesn't. Uh, he, he, uh, another dumb one I heard from a Trumper is that his, he doesn't chit chat well. They, they have videos of him like talking with constituents in Iowa, New Hampshire, like he do all the time. Right. And they don't. And they say the dumbest fucking thing. Oh, he did his, his, his way of chit chatting is so awkward. No, Trump's way of chit chatting is makes perfect sense. What the fuck's a blizzard? What's a blizzard? Who wants a blizzard? What are this? That's great chit-chat. That's great. He's a brilliant chit-chatter. Really personable guy. This kind of stuff is so stupid. Especially when your guy is worse. you got to come up with real reasons for wanting to vote for one person or another over another. Not they don't seem to associate with people well. They don't chit-chat well. They look like they're awkward chit-chatters. Their voice is squeaky. It annoys me. These are fucking juvenile. If you talked to anyone in any other country and said, these are your reasons for not voting for someone, they would think you are a total fucking idiot. People in other countries don't even consider these things. Look, they elected. Look at that hair that Boris Johnson has. <laughs> look at that hair. They elected him. Now, I can come up with a million reasons why they shouldn't have elected him. Nothing to do with his hair. But did they care like Americans would? No. The guy doesn't comb his hair ever. All right, well, they didn't care about that. At that point, they liked him politically and they elected him. We talk about such stupid things here, and I would include Bill Clinton's, you know, little affair there in the Oval Office. I don't, I think he's a sleazeball, but that would not be a reason to impeach for me. It would be a reason for Hillary to leave him. And of course, she didn't, but not to impeach the president of the United States. So we, we, we talk about things in this country that are so stupid. If you're going to talk about like Biden's corruption, you're about making money off your family name while you're in public office, um, having deals with China, making millions of dollars that go against American interests, then fine, we can start talking about crimes. We can start talking about impeachments. If you think that Trump incited a riot into a state, into a Capitol building, into a government building. Yeah, we can talk about crimes and impeachment and all that stuff, but it's got to be real stuff.
and I'm, I'm really tired of people just especially doing primaries and during presidential elections, just talking about just these dumb things that don't matter. And then I'm supposed to take you seriously. I'm supposed to take you seriously when you say those stupid kinds of things. And it's just, it's not going to happen. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to, these things, these campaigns go too long. There's too much going on. There's too many important things that we need to talk about for me to deal with that kind of stuff. And this uniquely American kind of stuff that you don't hear about in any other election in any country. You never hear these things in other countries, these cult of personality things. And, you know, the Trump supporters are kind of the, the worst with it all because, you know, look, let's be objective here. Their candidate does not have a good personality. It's very abrasive. He calls people names. He yells at people. He bullies people. Now the moron wants every, Now the moron's just projecting his own uh, failure, his own demise by telling everyone else to drop out of the primary. What I don't understand what I would like to ask a, a Trumper is uh, I don't understand if, if the primary is over, if no one can beat you, if it's over, why would you care if they hang around? Why? What do you care if Ron DeSantis hangs around? If you've got one, why would you give a shit? Why, do you, why does he have to drop out? It's over. Who, if he drops out or not, it, it's, it's meaningless, right? It's over. Well, of course, we know it's not over. And if anyone's going to end up dropping out, it's going to be Donald Trump because he's broke. Because people aren't contributing to his campaign anymore because they're starting to finally realize that he's spending all the money on his lawyers. He's spending all the money on his defense. He's spending all the money on trying to stay out of jail. And he's not using it to campaign at all. So people are getting clever about that they're starting to catch on they're trying to catch on to the grift the trump grift so he's going to be broke of course he wants everyone to drop out he's not going to have enough money to sustain himself into the voting next year into the actual primary voting so of course he wants everyone to drop out then he doesn't got to worry about it but of course that's going to be his demise that's going to be his eventual conclusion to his campaign is that he's going to have to drop out because he won't have any money left. He won't have any donors left. He doesn't have any of his own money because he's broke from spending it all on his defense fund. So when you have a candidate who's obviously so abrasive, he's so unlikable that he can't get independents to vote for him, that he can't get the middle I'm going to – DeSantis was actually on Brett Baer on Fox, and he had another great interview. Every interview he does, he just knocks out of the park. And I'm going to play some clips. One of the things DeSantis talks about how is the middle just won't vote for Donald Trump. He lost the middle a long time ago. That's why he lost in 2020. That's why all of his candidates have lost over the last four years because the middle has abandoned Trump. They've, they've abandoned the Trump brand. So the middle won't vote for him, also known as the moderates, the moderate independents, who simply won't vote for him in a general election. So he has no path to win because he can't win the moderates. He can't win the swing state voters. We've been through this a million times. He can't win Georgia, Arizona, Michigan, Wisconsin, so on and so forth. 
So this is the point that DeSantis is, is really starting to hammer home now, which is what he really needs needs to do. And so he was on with Brett Baer, and he did a great job of uh, of answering questions. Um, of course, there was a panel there that was, you know, leaned towards Trump because Fox News viewers lean towards Trump. I mean, actually, they fall towards Trump. They're very you know, skewed towards Donald Trump, which is why their programming is a very pro-Trump because they don't want to abandon. Once again, they lost millions with the Tucker Carlson firing. They had to revamp their whole lineup. They have fallen. So they don't want to lose those Trump supporters who will not watch if they don't constantly uh, promote Trump. So uh, I'll, I'll play some of those clips. I'm going to have them actually queued up. Um, and I want to remind everyone the first presidential debate, the Republican presidential primary debate is in about three weeks, about three weeks time, I believe, August 24th. Is that right? Uh, 23rd or 24th, maybe 23rd uh, on, uh, on Fox. So Brett Baer is going to be one of the moderators for that debate. And he had uh, had Ron DeSantis on his uh, on his show on Fox. Um, recently, <laughs> Trump, as usual, lied about saying what he would do if he'd get into office, things that he had four years to do that he didn't do, that he promised last time he didn't do. Now he says, oh, this time I would do it. So if you, Trump said he would end the um, the war, I believe, the Ukraine thing, the Ukraine conflict in, in 24 hours. Now, only dumb Trumpers. If, if DeSantis said such a thing, I'd say, oh, this guy is not serious. There's no way if the conflict was still going on, which it probably won't be anyway, January of 2025. There's no way he's going to come in in his first 24 hours at all in office end it. That's not going to happen. Okay, but he doesn't say that to Santos because he doesn't lie because he knows that his supporters are a little bit smarter or a lot smarter than Trump voters. But the Trump voter believes that if Trump was in office today, within the next day, the war would be over. Okay, so that's what he said. So DeSantis, and I'm going to cue this up. I'm going to try to cue things up a little bit better. Let's see if I can do this. <laughs> And uh, not play it ahead of time. This is a short answer, actually. Uh, okay, let's see. Okay, so here it is. This is DeSantis responding to the war in Ukraine and Trump saying he would end it in 24 hours. The former president says he could end it in 24 hours. Well, he also said that Mexico would pay for a border wall and all these other things. So clearly that's not going to happen. Right. So that's exactly what DeSantis is saying, that it, it was promises made Promises not kept. Trump said he would get Mexico to build the wall. Never happened, right? He said he would prosecute Hillary. It it never happened. He said he would drain the swamp. It not only didn't happen, he made it even swampier. So all these things. He said he would also reduce the deficit. He added to the deficit. So Trump lied about everything, okay? And uh, people try to get – we get a little fooled sometimes by thinking the economy was better than it is now. Well, also, and once again, I, I'm not one to use COVID as an excuse for anything. Democrats brought that on themselves. But Trump also brought that on himself by closing everything the first year. But uh, he didn't have COVID the first three years. So Biden did, did, obviously. We can't argue this. It's a fact. He inher inherited the COVID, you know, economy. Made it worse, but he inherited the COVID economy. Did nothing to make it better kept things closed for another year, made it worse, 
No doubt. Absolutely. Terrible. But this is why most states went downhill, like California, New York, because the Democratic governors followed Joe Biden, followed Donald Trump, where Ron DeSantis didn't. Starting in the summer of 2020, he opened everything. Okay, that's why they do they did much better economically than the rest of the country. Many countries that closed down. So but absolutely Biden inherited the covid economy. Trump for the first three years of his term didn't have the covid economy. So that is no, you know, big success for Donald Trump, which is a big reason why gas prices were lower. The economy was better those first three years, so on and so forth. But he lied about everything. He didn't really accomplish much of anything. He really didn't. There's one big accomplishment, and I've said this a million times, and I partially give him credit for it, and partially I think it's because of his crazy personality, was that there were no new wars started, right? Kim Jong-un didn't try anything, and, and Putin waited till he was out of office to do the Ukraine thing, because he's unpredictable, right, and crazy. And they didn't want to start World War Three, So... They were good boys. Okay, great. His personality forced him to do that. And I've given credit. He is the first president in a long time to not start any new wars. It's absolutely true. But all the other stuff, in fact, everything he promised, he did not, you know, follow through on. So I'm I'm glad DeSantis is talking about that. Let me see. Oh, here it is. This is a good one. And we're hearing this much more now from Ron DeSantis, which is very smart, which is going after Trump on the Fauci thing, right, of hiring Fauci, of not firing Fauci, of let Fauci, letting Fauci basically run the country for 2020. Trump didn't run the country in the last year of his term. Tony Fauci did. Um, And uh, let me try to cue this one up. And we'll do this. This is one thing about running for office. You have to talk about the same thing a lot, right? You have to say the same thing over and over for a long time. That's part of running for office. Okay, so here it is. This is DeSantis talking about uh, Fauci. Well, he, he used to say the opposite. Let's just be clear. You go back a year or two, he would say, what a great job I've done in Florida, how I'm one of the country's great governors, uh, how Florida is such a great state. He always said that for years and years until about three days before the midterm election. Then he started to attack me. And I think it's because he saw that we were going to win a big victory. And I think he viewed me as a political threat. So now he's flip flopped on all that and is trying to say we did a bad job. I fought his administration to keep our state open, to have kids in school. Fauci, the task force, all those people, they were sending me missives. Even January of 2021, right before he left office, his task force was telling us in Florida to close. And so he didn't have control over his own government. He didn't have control over Fauci. Fauci ran that government his last year in office. Trump should have fired him. He did not do that. He elevated Fauci and he made Fauci an international celebrity. And here's the thing. I fought back against it. But the reality is Fauci's policies were adopted in a lot of the blue states. Kids were locked out of school for a year. You had businesses shuttered for good, small businesses. There was a U.S. lockdown. No, no. It was a catastrophic mistake to do that. Back at that time, there was a lot of uncertainty. I get it. But knowing what we know now, that was a catastrophic mistake, and we can never let that happen to our country again. Well, <laughs> I'll add, and I'm sure if I meet Ron, he'll agree with this. 
um, there were many people who at that time knew it was catastrophic. It wasn't, it, it wasn't a high, it's not a hindsight thing. Yeah, in hindsight, we can say it was a total disaster, but there were plenty of people at that time who knew it was a disaster, but their voices were censored by Trump, by, by, uh, by, by Fauci and company and Trump, of course, and, uh, and then by Biden. So there's that. Okay. Okay. Let's see. I'm going to play one more clip, then I'll, I'll get to some calls, I promise. Uh, let's see. Oh, this is a funny one. And this is not about Trump. This is, but this is funny. This is about uh, Hunter Biden and his uh, paintings, and his <laughs> which have sold for a million dollars. Okay. Hunter Biden, the great artist, the great artist Hunter Biden and his uh, million dollar paintings here. Okay. Hunter, he's selling paintings for over a million dollars. You know, my six-year-old daughter does better paintings than him. Maybe we'll put ours up and see what kind of things she can fix. I don't tough, think we're going to get a million dollars on it. Yeah, that's obviously he's getting a million dollars because of his name. It's ridiculous. Have you seen that stuff? It's I'm, look, I'm no art critic. I might be a current events political critic, a film critic, but not, I'm not an art critic. I look at art, I go to museums, and I'm like, what am I looking at? What is this? So, but I can't imagine Hunter Biden's paintings are worse, more than like Matisse and so on and so forth, and, you know, Monet. So that's another grift. Everyone's a grifter, I swear. That's why I like DeSantis. He doesn't, he's not a grifter. You got grifter Trump. You got grifter Biden. And I'll play another clip later when um, Bert Bear asked why you're running for president. And his answer to that. But first, let's phone calls. Hello, you're on in Let's Be Heard. What's up, Mike? E, how you doing? What's going on? Dude, I, I am so happy to be in this conversation with you. I'm, I'm always happy when you're happy. So so we're, we're reverting back to COVID, right? Like 2020, right? Mm-hmm. Like in the, in, in the ideas of Fauci. Right. Because right. I don't even know if anybody's been talking about Fauci lately, you know, but like, like, I'll tell you how it happened for me. Go ahead. I was in Jersey and um, I, I'm not from Jersey. I was literally just like getting on tour and I was in Jersey and Fauci was coming on the TV and all that shit. Mm-hmm. And you remember, you remember uh, what happened in New York? Mm-hmm. Uh, what was the guy's name? Cuomo? Yeah, so Cuomo c- comes on stage, right? And he's like, we're going we're gonna to shut this shit down. We're going we're gonna to take care of our people. We're going to do what we got to do, right? Yeah. That was the governor. And um, the mayor, but what, what was the mayor's name? Of, of New York? Yeah. De Blasio. Yeah. And he he actually took care of business, right? I don't, what do you mean? They take care of business. He was a, annoying. He was showboating. He'd come out every day and do his little press conference. Then he'd, you know, I, I don't I don't remember him doing. He didn't do anything positive. He didn't do anything to help the situation. Well, right, but like in the end, like they shut down the city, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Right, and 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 they probably did. They probably did, you know, save a lot of old people's lives, right? Not really. No, they killed old people. That was Cuomo's uh, fault. 
for putting them into nursing homes with COVID. That was the whole idea. Cuomo had killed, had he killed tens of thousands of old people. By telling them to stay home? No, by putting them, with, they had COVID. And instead of sending them to hospitals, he put them in nursing homes with the COVID. You understand? So he did that? He, what? he put them in nursing homes? He got on yes. TV and said, go to the nursing homes? Is that right. what he said? Yes, he sent them back to the nursing homes. He sent For them back. For sake, man, when I was there, that's not what he said to me. Well, who cares what he said to you? We know what happened. Of course. It was a huge problem with Cuomo, with the nursing homes in, in, uh, in New York. I mean, oh, people no. want him I'm prosecuted. I'm Cuomo. I'm talking the other guy. De Blasio? Man, that's so not the right name. But yeah, keep going. Yeah, that guy. But the governor of New York had control over the COVID policy. The, the mayor had no control. De Blasio just did what Cuomo told him to do. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, yeah no, Cuomo killed but, elderly people by putting there, them right? into like, nursing put, homes, put letting the virus and, spread. And social distance, right? Yeah, that letting the virus either, spread right? through the nursing homes, which killed social, thousands of Social distancing people. and masks don't work, right? Right. Right. That's real? Is what real? Uh, social distancing and masks don't work? Yes, that's real. They don't work. Yeah, uh, against any sort of viral infection or spread. No, there's never there's been never been one study that's proven they work against any kind of virus. No, absolutely not. Hmm. Nope. Okay, so so masks and distance don't work, and cough in your parents. If you're face, sick, you stay matter, home. Right, you stay home by yourself. You don't stay within six feet of people. <laughs> if you're sick, you stay home. See, that's the way the sick, world, that's the normal world you know that we had sick? before COVID. If you're sick, if you got the flu, you stay home, period. How do you know if you're sick? You don't feel well. The whole idea behind COVID that you didn't know when you were sick? No, that's bullshit. Come on, man. The silent spreader. Let's make the movie. Wasn't it a 14 day? That sounds frightening. You and I can make millions of dollars on a horror film called Silent Spreader. That's the way they promoted their ridiculous mandates by saying, oh, this is the only virus in the history so of the world is COVID that was spread silently. But all the studies that wait a minute, COVID all the studies that were done showed that no. In fact, Fauci said in January of 2020, he was asked if you don't feel sick. What about? The, he goes, no, we don't. Uh, we don't consider that people who don't feel sick. We we don't believe they spread disease as much. Then all of a sudden, two months later, it was the silent spreader. Watch out! You're going to kill grand. You feel great. But you're going to kill grandma. It was total bullshit. That was the control mechanism. Without the silent spreader control mechanism, they couldn't control us the way they did. That was the control mechanism. Oh, wait a minute. No, no, no. If you feel good, you can still kill everybody. All right. So, so. Um, Never in the history of mankind so, was there anything called a silent spread of a disease that's going to kill millions of people. do anything. What? The COVID vaccine did it do anything? No, of course not. All right, and 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 yeah, I'll tell you what the COVID vaccine did. I'll tell you what it did. You know what the COVID vaccine did? It did what all of these mandates did. If you, in your mind, somehow convinced yourself that it was going to work, then maybe it worked for you in your mind. But it didn't work in reality. It didn't work in science. But maybe it worked in your own head. I saw a job. I saw a job posting the other day that required the COVID vaccine still 
today. I know many call. I just, I just saw a a, a a some kind of a thing on the in the post, New York Post, which said like a hundred colleges are still requiring the vaccine. But can I shows, lie? Can I lie this, about it? No, I'm sure. Well, maybe you can have a fake uh, COVID co- uh, vaccine card. Yeah, I'm sure you can get a fake vaccine card and put it on file. You know, oh my god! Look, you just literally found my million dollar idea. Look, most of these places, whether it was restaurants or but movie COVID, theaters, COVID kills, right? So it's super fucking deadly, right? No, but go ahead. What else? What's your idea? Uh, we'll just make fake COVID vaccine cards. Well, that's what they did for everybody did who doesn't. I mean, I don't think anyone made money off them, but people were doing that. I mean, they were making I mean, COVID, yeah. fake COVID cards. You know, so they could get into a restaurant because most restaurants, you know, in New York or California, they wouldn't. It's like, you know, you showed them, you could show them a photo on your phone <laughs> of, a, of a card and they go, okay, come in because they want the business. So they didn't really check. They went through the motions of checking. So a lot of people did that, you know, um, they had fake cards and they just took a photo, put it on their phone. And then was able, were right. able to but, so, live life. So here's the thing. Trump didn't put a mask on. Trump wore a mask all the time. No, he didn't. Sure he did. There are many videos with him wearing a mask. I mean, I'm sure. I mean, I'm sure. And, yeah, and not so. only that, they, we have videos of his cabinet members wearing masks. We have videos going around of one of his cabinet members wearing a mask on a Zoom call. Once it got, so, once it got real, yeah. And these were people who yeah. were supposed to be, but it was, it was fake, right? What do you mean it was fake? COVID was fake. Well, yes, to a certain degree, yes, to the number of people who died, and we know that now. I'm tell you, not yeah. fucking fake. It was just the fucking flu. Well, it, it was, yeah, it was a different flu. variation of a flu. It, it was, was SARS cov It was SARS cov two, but I mean, it was a different. Yes, yes, it was a type of flu. Sure. You know, before COVID, this is before COVID ever was in anyone's head. I went to my doctor and my doctor on Fridays would do nursing homes. I couldn't get an appointment on Fridays because he only did nursing homes, which was nice. Nice guy. And I remember saying to him during flu season, I was like, boy, do they all get their flu shots? And he said, look, if you're in a nursing home and you're 80, 85 plus, you're probably not going to survive the flu. This is what he told me. This is before COVID. So old people died of the flu all the time. Old yeah. people die of things young people don't die of all the time. That's the way life works <laughs> as you get older. It's the way it goes. Your immune system yeah. goes downhill. And I, I, that stuck in my head during COVID when he said, well, it really doesn't matter what they do. They can socially distance. They can get the flu shot. If you're 80, 85, 90, especially if you're in a nursing home and you get the flu, you're probably a goner. So it was all bullshit all the time. Yes, old people were dying of this, but they die of these things all the time. But why were they dying so much faster? Where were they dying faster? Well, part, part of the reason why they were dying faster is because in places like New York, it depends on where you were, the governor... <laughs> was taking people who were sick and forget about COVID. Let's say it was a bad strain of the flu. Okay. Why would you put all those people together in a nursing home 
and let it spread and let them all kill each other. That's what Cuomo did. That's what Cuomo did. Do you think he did it on purpose or because Fauci and Trump told him to? Oh, I don't think he did it. I, would, I wouldn't think he did it on purpose. Do you think Trump is a, is a genocidal motherfucker? I just think they... That actually sounds kind of like Trump did it on purpose. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think... Um, let's, let's talk about Cuomo. I don't think Cuomo did it on purpose, well, let's, but I let's think he's a pompous, arrogant... And the reason for doing it. Yeah, right? I think he's a pompous, arrogant asshole and believes... So Trump, Trump couldn't create a war, right? So he decided to create a pandemic, right? Um... I don't know if I, I, I don't want to go there. I mean, that's, that's kind of, I know, Alex I know it's, it's pretty twisted, but like he did other things that are even worse. So think about it like this. Trump's like, I don't want to make a war, right? Like what? he's already got too many, too many wars on his hand. But, right. Like, he's like, I'm not that war guy. So he's like, he's like, he goes to his cabinet. He's like, what can I do? And they're like, well, we could do a pandemic. And they're like, oh yeah, it'd be great. Right. Why would a guy, and I had just outlined this, who was doing so well for the first three years of his presidency. No, no wars, no new wars, good economy. Why would he screw things up for himself in an election year? I mean, he, let me tell you this right now. That makes no sense what you said in this regard. If COVID hadn't happened, I think Trump would have won again easily. I mean, COVID helped Biden because the country because went Trump downhill. The economy went good. downhill. Right. Biden was able to hide and not do well, debates. Well, first of all, no, I disagree with this. Trump's, wait, no, no, no. Listen, it hurt Bernie, too, because in March of 2020, yeah. when this thing hit, that's when Biden in the I, primary I was took going over. for Bernie, man. And no, I think Bernie, he was worried Bernie about couldn't Bernie. do his rallies anymore, and Trump couldn't do his rallies anymore. And we know both Trump and Bernie needed those rallies. That was a big part of their campaigning. And it stopped. And that helped Joe Biden. I mean, I, I agree with your argument, but I still disagree with your principle, which is what I don't. I don't think that Trump. I, I I actually think Trump is is so obtuse and so um, pompous that yeah, he he thought that it would it would win him the war. I don't know. I I don't see everything was going so smoothly. Right, because he's such an honest man. He does so good by just playing things straight, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I know. You're being yeah. sarcastic. Yeah, I'm being sarcastic. <laughs> Have you actually looked into Trump and his history and what he's good at? Uh, he's good at the... Fraud. I know he's I know he's good at the grift. He's really good at the... R-A-U-D fraud. Yeah, he's good at not He's a liar, he's a cheat, and he's not... Actually, the person that you want to be your president, if you don't know, no, he's he's good at uh, like paying. Yeah, honest he, people. Yeah, yeah, he might be the person for you. But if you like honest people, no, but he's, he's he was not, a bad businessman. A lot of people in his business didn't like him. Liar yeah. and he's a fraud. Right. Right. Yeah. So so when he's presented with a problem. He's going to cheat. Right. Look, that's what a fraud does. He cheats. You know, the Republicans hate liberals, right? They hate Democrats. So you get in there and you just make fun of all of them and you I'm call not, them names. If you were his campaign manager with with retrospective knowledge, yeah, well, you know, he, he, yeah. He, yeah, I mean, you're right. Like, yeah, it's not the right decision. Well, he's but, used... But he's a cheater. So somebody yeah. comes to him and says, hey, we can cheat it. Yeah, well, he, he also is, knows... Is what, what he didn't used, know... What he cold. didn't know was that... What's that? He knows how to manipulate his cult. 
He knows what right, they want to right. hear. That's t- that's why January 6th was a th- real thing. Like, I've never in my life seen the American people try to storm the Capitol, right? That's a real thing. You yeah. know who did that, right? Mm-hmm. It wasn't you. It wasn't me, right? No. You know who it was, right? Yeah. That's actually what we call treason in America. That's like, like it's like legitimate that he should go to jail for that. And it's actually going to court. And if he doesn't, you know what happens, right? I'm next. I'm next because I'm going to go and I'm going to commit treason because you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to use the Trump case. It's going to be my defense because if Trump can get away with it, why can't I? Right. Yeah. Forget forget treason, but whatever it's inciting. If you if you inciting a riot, inciting a riot is is obvious. Yeah, right. If you incite people against your country, yeah, we we all know what that's called, right? What's what's the name of it? Uh, what is the name of it? Inciting people against your country. It's called treason. Well, no treason. Technically, my 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 understanding. Of treason, for if we get again to the technical aspect of what treason is, is fighting against your own country on foreign land. It has to be on foreign soil. So All it's right. usually so during what a happens war. When you do it on your own land, it's not called treason. That's not technically what treason. I don't know what it's called. What is it? It's, it could be called anything. It could be called being unpatriotic or inciting a riot. Just simple inciting a for riot. For fuck's sake, are you telling me that I can start a riot and go to the Capitol? And rip the fucking windows down. No, you can't do it. It's illegal. But it's not those treason. people went to jail. Why? Those Why other people to have... went to jail. You're telling me that he is not liable. He's not even close to liable for that because it's not whatever. What 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 is it? What's what's the, what's the law he broke? What's the law they broke? When they when they broke into the Capitol, what was it? Breaking and entering. For fuck's sake, that's not a house. Nobody owns that property. That's American property. What 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 laws? Well, uh, but that's their defense. That's their defense that they own it. And what law did they break? But that, but I'm saying that's their defense that they own it, so they didn't break any law because it's their house. Yeah. No. So how they? I'm 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 gonna look it up. What law did they break? What law did they break? Breaking and entering. That because you it's, think that January sixth was it's like not their house? A good thing and a lawful, lawful thing. They don't own it. Thing. That was a lawful thing. That was good. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and Trump inciting that was a good thing, right? Inciting that's what? How, Gen- that's how brainwashed you are for Trump? Who? You. I'm not saying. What are you talking about? Why are you putting I'm words in my mouth? You, I'm asking you if you think that was a good thing. If you think anything ha- illegal happened. Yes. <laughs> of course. I just told you. And you don't think he did happened. anything illegal at all? Do I think what, are you not understand what I'm saying? Yes, yes, but not treason. <laughs> there are other things you can do that are against the law that are not treasonous. Of course, inciting a riot is a crime. Breaking and entering is a crime. Vandalism is a crime. False imprisonment is a crime. These are all in these are all crimes. But it's, I'm telling you what the technical aspect of treason is, and this is from like democratic talking heads who don't like Trump. They said, technically, the thing is, we throw around the word treason too much. Both sides like to well, do yeah, it. Trump is treasonous. You're trying to Biden's overthrow, treasonous. overthrow the American Bill Clinton is a treasonous because he fucked an intern. Treason. treason, if you look, what, look up treason. 
is right. when you no, fight I'm, against I'm your own country. Listen to me. Fighting against your own country. One. Two. During a war. Wartime. Three. Two. On foreign soil. All those three elements have to be involved to be charged with treason, which is why <clears> you so me, rarely, if ever, to read it. see anyone the charged with treason. of attempting by overt acts to overthrow the government, the state, of the state to which the offender owes allegiance, or to kill or personally injure the sovereign or sovereign's family. I.e., when Trump incited a riot against the American government, that's called the offense of attempting by overt acts, which when he did it overtly, he told those people to go and overthrow the government, right? Yeah. Of the state to which the offender owes allegiance. This so is true. In other words, he created and incited, like you said, a riot. But right. what he did was he created a, a riot, which was him being treasonous. To the American political system, yes. which he was actually attacking, because he was—you could say it's what? treason us, but he it's was not losing. technically treason. He which is what I'm losing. telling you. You're not. And that's why look, he did. Look, wait a minute. So, yes, he's wait treasonous. The, the Department of Justice, Jack Smith, they want to get him on everything they can. One no, well, thing they have not and I, I will not it. charge him with is treason, because they can't. Well, they could. No, they, come on! If they not, could, they're, they're throwing everything at him. That How war. many charges does he have now? Forty-three. They're tra- they're throwing everything they can at him. You don't think they would charge him with treason if they could? Of course they would. They can't. Yeah. And this well, is coming from, by the way, they can't. Lawrence. O- this is coming from Lawrence O'Donnell, who's a lawyer who hates <laughs> Donald Trump's guts. Well, I mean, the, I guess it depends on on if you read the actual definition of treason or or whatever you think the definition of treason is. But yeah, no, like no, absolutely, the guy is treasonous. He whatever. By the way, whatever. It's he broke the law. Why do we? That have guy to... doesn't care about you. You give it no shit. You're giving the semantics, though. I get it. He doesn't care but... about America. Right. He cares he, about himself. He cares about himself. Right. And that we can agree. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. So I want a president who cares about the American people. Right. And, and you know what, Biden? Biden is not my man. I mean, obviously, he's so fucking old, he doesn't even know who the fuck he is or who he cares about. He's so fucking old, for fuck's sake. Biden is in the same category. He's a lifetime liar who's cared about his own family, his family brand, making money for him and his relatives while he's in public office. That's what he cares about. Right. Right. That's what he cares about. We can do better. Of course we can, which is why poll after poll shows the majority of Americans don't want Trump or Biden. Again, the majority of Americans want them both to go away. They want them both. Let's put it this way. Once again, I'm very honest about if I woke up tomorrow and found out that Trump and Biden no longer on this earth, I would uh, go eat breakfast, go to the gym, have a great time, not even think about it. And most Americans would feel the same way. And yet, and yet, this is how fucked up this country is and our system is. The overwhelming majority of Americans don't even want Trump and Biden to be around anymore. And yet, they are right now, as we speak, the prohibited favorites to run again. Well, no, I, I, I disagree. I think that's a lie. What's a lie? The polls? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think Hopefully the polls right. actually dictate 
on purpose, like bullshit. So, so if you give people two choices, right, then, then yeah, the polls are going to show exactly what you're talking about. Like the things that they want to see. Like if you could have Trump or Biden, who would you pick? Right. Yeah. Like, I mean, of course the polls are going to show what you want them to show. Yeah. But that's, that's why I agree with you. I agree with you that the, the, the polls, when it comes to the, the primaries, are bullshit because of all these polls that we have seen for the last year, which show the overwhelming majority of Americans don't want Trump or Biden to be the nominees again. So why, in polls, would they be ahead <laughs> when no one wants them to run? Notice those polls don't add up. The ones that show nobody wants them to run again and the polls showing they're both winning everything. It doesn't make any sense. So there's a disconnect there. There's a disconnect there. And look, as I've talked about on this show before, this happens. We have such a most Americans have the memory of a gnat. Every election cycle, we go through the same fucking thing where the polls are fixed by the media to get the narrative they want. The, in other words, the candidates they want to seem inevitable, they make sure that they're ahead in the polls. Right. They make sure. Well, and so if you, if you give Americans two choices, right, Biden or Trump, what you're going to get is, is two choices from Americans. Biden right. or Trump. The, the American media want Trump again because he gets ratings. The American media want the people don't but the american media because he gets ratings which equals dollar signs want him again and the american and, and, media and the democrats want biden because that's what right they're used to and they like that right 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 the american media wants so biden again. so the american it's, media it's, it's, on both the left and the right no no biden it's not the media it's 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 a political system but yes it doesn't want biden but what i'm saying is the elite fucking dumb right like and, and and yes, the media does want Trump. Yes, they 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 fed on Trump like decades now. Like we're going on decades, you know. So yeah, Trump gets ratings, man. He does. Mm-hmm. He yeah, gets ratings. Well, I mean, I I can't wait till they meet me, but I can't do it <laughs> yet. No, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm coming at it. It's going to be fucking strange. It's going to be weird. It's going to be... I, I still don't even know if I'm actually going to do it, but I... I... Well, we are going to have the debate between you and Brady, right? Mm, yes, but Brady... Brady blew me off pretty hard the other night, so... <laughs> no, Brady's he has moving to come right back now, around. so... I don't know. We're gonna do. We're gonna yeah, do. It. Yeah, we're gonna do no, a debate. Is he, is he here? Yeah, he's there. Brady, uh, uh, bump me up and bring Brady up. Wait a minute. I'm not doing the party room here. Just we'll do the debate. I'm. I'm gonna go to Bill in a second. I wanna. I wanna play more clips. Can I play more clips? I'm gonna put you on. I'm gonna mute you because I wanna play more clips. All right. Um, from the. But yeah. Okay. You mute yourself. Very good. Okay. Um, let me just. Okay. I want to. I want of. Uh, uh, those who were listening and are like, what? Look, I take the uh, polls with a grain of salt. But if you look at... Wait a minute, Ron. I'll get to you in a second. What are you talking about? Debate between Ian and Brady. Well, we're going to do some kind of a mock debate, we think, later in the year. Between two people who should run. for. I remember Michael Moore. This was um, when John Kerry was running. And there were Democrats who were like, oh, is this the best we can do? And Michael Moore said... At the time, he said, 
People like you and I don't run for president. People like John Kerry run for president. And so that's the best we can do. And so that's what we're left with. I remember him saying that. So we need to have more debates between people who should be able to run for president, regular people who should be able to run for president. Um, I think Ron DeSantis, though, is kind of a regular guy, right? I mean, if you look at his history, this is not like um, he didn't own, he wasn't like a business mogul. He didn't own casinos. He didn't do talk shows. He didn't do reality shows. He was a regular guy. He went into the military. Then he, in his 20s, he has a nice family. Then he came out of the military. He ran for Congress. And here we are. I don't think there's anything about Ron DeSantis that screams kind of like uh, elitist. He doesn't come across as being better than everybody else. So I like that about Ron DeSantis, unlike unlike Joe Biden and Donald Trump, of course. Um, this is Ron DeSantis talking about uh, in general election, th- about who can better win a general election and why it would be very difficult for Donald Trump to win uh, a general election. Look, I take the polls with a grain of salt, but if you look at polls for general election in the in the key states like Georgia, Arizona, I beat Biden, Trump loses to Biden. I mean, that's been very consistent. And if you can't win Georgia, you can't win the presidential election. I'd also point out, you know, he ran in Florida in 2020, won by three. Uh, I won Florida by 20 in 2022. And so we were able to make inroads. Uh, winning 60 plus percent of Hispanic voters. We won a majority of female voters. We won independence by 18 percent. At the end of the day, you can't do this with just Republicans. And we did very well with Republicans. I mean, I think we won 97 percent of Republicans. But uh, you've got to be able to get independence. And I think we have an opportunity to do like we did in Florida. Get some of these Democrats who realize you know, their party has gone off the rocker on things like education and parents' rights and, and crime. And, and so we have a chance to do that. I just think there's too many voters out there. They just will never vote for Trump under any circumstance. And, th- and that's it. He, he, he hammered that perfectly. He said it perfectly. In order to win, you see, this is the problem with the Trump people, the Trump cult, is that they truly believe that everyone else thinks like them. Everyone else thinks like them. Trump has been wronged and Americans don't like it when someone is wronged and piled on by the elites, and they're going to vote for him, and he's going to win. That's not the way everyone else thinks. Everyone else thinks Trump is crazy. He's probably a criminal. If not, he comes around with too much baggage, too much drama. We went through that for four years, and we don't want to go through that for another four years. That's the way the non-Trump cult, which is 99% of the country, thinks. And that's why he cannot win a general election. This is proof. We have proof of this. He lost the last one, okay? He lost to Biden by 7 million votes. Joe Robino Biden got 81 million votes against him, the most votes for president ever because everyone came out and voted against Donald Trump. Independents came out in huge numbers. Suburban women came out in huge numbers, and they voted against And this was Donald Trump sans indictments, okay? <laughs> this was Don, Donald Trump sans, uh, you know, uh, prison cell, Okay. So they're certainly not voting for him this time. And all of his candidates in 18, 20, and 22 in the swing states that are needed to win in a general election, in a presidential election, all of his candidates lost because his brand is poison. His name is mud, period. And so that's what I want to see DeSantis 
hammering. Once again, the Trump cult is not going to buy any of this. They don't care. They don't care. They think we're lying. They, they are so out there. Forget about them. Who cares? Like I've said a million times, you can't uh, negotiate with these people. You can't reason with a cult. You have to go through a cult, destroy a cult, annihilate the cult. That's the way you defeat the cult. And he has to continue to hammer this to the, let's say, 75% of people who are voting in the, in the primary who are not in the Trump cult. He just talked at the end about Democrats. Me. Me. I've never voted in the Republican primary. I'm 52. And for the first time in March, I will vote in the Republican primary. I never have. I've always voted in the Democratic primary. And I'm voting for Ron DeSantis. That's what he's talking about. Those are the kinds of voters he got in Florida. Democrats who never voted for Republican in their life who did this time. That's what he's talking about. Let me play one more clip. Then I'll get to uh, Bill, who's sitting there very patiently. If I can find this one, I like this one. I hope I can find it. I'm on, this is, well, this is a good one, but this is from a speech. There's one where he really responded to why he's running for president. And I thought his answer was really great. It's not an answer we get very often. It's not an answer we get very often from people running uh, for president. Well, this is a good one too, actually. Let me play this. This is uh, on term limits. This is on term limits when it comes to federal office like, uh, like Congress. Should there be term limits? There's obviously two terms for a president. Well, there should definitely be term limits for members of Congress. Uh, we have it in Florida with our legislature. It works so much better. People say, oh, if you have term limits, the lobbyists are going to run the show, the staff. They already run the show. It would not get worse in that regard. So, yes, do term limits. If you did the age limits, you'd need to do it so you're not targeting, you know, candidates running right now. Should there be? Yeah, so that's a great answer. Term limits, yes. And age limits, yeah, but you can't. He's right. You can't just all of a sudden do it now to eliminate anyone running now, but you can do it in the future, right? You can do it for future elections. So that's also incredibly like common sense. That's, it's, it's also incredibly like kind. He's not saying, oh yeah, put the agent now so we knock out Trump. <laughs> you know, for personal reasons, he'd want Trump and Biden knocked out, especially Trump. But he's saying, no, you can't do it in midstream. You'd have to do it after this election. But term limits, absolutely 100%. Okay, here's the one thing I wanted to play, then I'll get to Bill. This is um, a simple question, right? I'm trying to cue this up right. Okay, so this is, he asked why, Brett Baer said, why do you want this office? Why do you want it? Why do you want to be president? Because this country's in decline. I think it can be reversed. But it's not going to be reversed if we're content with just managing the decline. Uh, we've got to give this country a new trajectory and a new birth of freedom. I think I'm the only guy that's a, that's running that's able to get that job done. Uh, some people say, oh, well, you could have run later in life. I'm not running to be president. I'm running to do things as president. And now's the time the country needs the help. Great answer. Why, do you Why are you doing it now and not four years from now? You're only 44 years old. Well, I think the country needs help now. And maybe it wouldn't be great to wait, you know, four more years. And also, I don't want, I'm not running to be the president. Unlike 
someone else. I'm not running to be the president, the dictator. I'm running to do things, and I have to be elected president to do them. Great answer. Hey, Bill, how's it going? How? Mike, can you hear me okay? Yes. Well, we live in a giant mental hospital that's actually a mental prison, a physical prison. So right. if you consider all the prison guards are corrupt, it's just a matter of the, the least corrupt one that you're hoping you can maybe put in charge. You know, let's make that allegory, in my opinion. For example, look, DeSantis talks about focusing on our military as being effective and kill machines, right, and wiping out the woke consciousness throughout the military. Okay. And we know he's ex-military guy, and we knew he was a Gitmo detainee lawyer while they Gitmo detainees, let's face it, were held with, with their, without due process. I mean, and, and we know, we can go back to 9-11, what really the root of that is, Whatever. So the, the point I'm trying to make well, is I, I want to make they all have little, dirt on them. All these yeah, guys. Go ahead. One little caveat there. I yeah, go ahead. One about they, they didn't deserve the same due process American citizens get. They don't have that protection that we have, that American citizens have under the Constitution. Now, that does not mean that they should have been whipped and taken photos with of, you know, those crazy photos that was taken by a few of those prison guards that went off the rails and all that stuff and treated poorly, but they don't have the same protections when it comes to due process that Americans have. In other words, like if we had um, captured bin Laden, not killed him, he would not have those same due process that you and I have, which makes sense. He's not an American citizen. He's a terrorist. So, uh, there's a little bit. I want. I want to clear that up. These weren't American citizens. These were known terrorists who did mm. not have the protections of American citizens. Well, I mean, we can argue about international war treaties and how to treat prisoners and whether or not they're really terrorists. I mean, we'd have to go all the way back and unpack 9/11 and what really happened and what ensued and. Uh, to determine if any of those people captured were even terrorists at all. I mean, you'd have to break down each individual case. A lot of them end up being let out with, at the end of the day mm-hmm. without any due okay. process ever or any charges. So, you know, the, 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 a lot of the things yeah, you're saying are built on assumptions. They terrorists. They had some of it. They had evidence that tied them to terrorism. You know, there were all these things that we were told uh, about those people. All right. Can we agree to disagree on that? Because, frankly, you're identifying them as terrorists based on our terrorist government imperialism (laughs) that has (laughs) fucked people, including me, domestically, internationally, all over this goddamn world, Mike. So let's stop with, you know, I love you, but let's stop with the fucking rhetoric, okay? I love it. I love when you get mad, Bill. I like that. Well, God damn it! I've been arrested and pri- I've been terrorized by this fucking government exposing corruption, Mike, and you know that. So I'm a perfect example of someone who got they weaponized psychiatry, they put me in a psych ward because I was exposed. This government is captured by corporate and transnational banksters and pigs. So let's not talk about America like as if it's anything but what it really is, Mike. Okay, and then we can have an honest fucking discussion. You're not supposed to raise your voice there, Bill. 
You always tell me you can't raise your voice. Yeah, well, I might get evicted. You're on mad as hell. You know what I mean? No, don't blame me. If you get evicted, don't blame. It's not my fault. No, no, no. I've been chilled a long time. And you know something? This isn't too much fire. This is what we need. We need passion. And by the way, let me address E for a second. It was a fed surrection. If you study that and what Tuck, what came out in the Tucker tapes and what came out in the Federal Overreach Committee, that the feds are all over that shit. The Washington Capitol Police Chief, that's why Tucker was filed that, fired. That interview never got aired, and, and Tucker's planning to interview him again to, to get that out. So it wasn't Dominion that got, whew, I can barely breathe now. I'm going to have a breathe, fucking breath. coroner. Take deep what? What's deep that? That's a take deep breaths. Take deep right. breaths. Right. So what you had there was you, you had a... By the way, if it was an insurrection, it would be called sedition. That's the oh, word you guys were missing. That's okay. the word, sedition. Yes. yes. Right. Yes. Right. Look, when I, once again, I think the problem, you know, people throw words around not knowing their real legal definition. And that thing about treason, treasonous. We always like to say that about people we don't like, right? I can say that about Fauci. You know, treason, treason. But it's not. Te the technical... Once again, this comes from Lawrence O'Donnell, a total fucking liberal who hates Trump. And he said, you cannot, you cannot charge him with treason because that's not what treason is. You got to be on foreign soil during a declared war fighting against your own country. That's not what Donald Trump did. That's not what anyone does, really. It's very rare. So that's the problem. That's right. Well, it, it, if, it, if it was, it, if it was an insurrection, it would be obviously sedition that Trump was inciting a riot, but that's not what happened. I mean, the we're going to learn eventually from Tucker what the Washington Capitol Police Chief had to say, and we knew that the Dominion vote, we know from 2018 New York Times report, everybody knows any electronic device and system is hackable. I mean, it happens to the banks. They get their systems hacked, and our own U.S. military gets its system hacked. Yeah. So the idea that the Dominion machines are not hackable is a fraud. Number one. So, but however, we know that Sidney Paula didn't appear when Tucker invited her to come with proof for whatever reason, and he said he was going to give her a whole segment in a whole week. Right. So, obviously, that's not why he got fired. They didn't want that. Tucker was insisting that his interview with the Washington Capitol Police be aired, and they were not going to let that happen, and that's why he got fired. And we're going to learn what... Yeah. It really was going down there in time. And and so what part of the problem here is, and let me say, that it's very difficult to have a discussion, and they do this on purpose, the controllers, because of this, the propaganda messaging, the, the emotional dog whistles like get tugged on, the PSYOP, and that's done intentionally through the Smith-Munt Modernization Act, where it should be called the Domestic Propaganda Act. You know that. We've talked about that. So now yes. the people are arguing over uh, different aspects of a multidimensional PSYOP. You see, that's how it's done, and they keep us divided. And by keeping us divided, and then... You're arguing, for example, regarding the vaccines, about the effectiveness of masks and the vaccine. And, of course, you and I see that the same way for, you know, for my various reasons. And then E's got good intention. He cares about 
people and making sure people are safe and the elderly, but he's got a whole other set of facts that he thinks is real through, you know, the, uh, the, the FDA and the CDC. You see what I mean? So now there, there's no way for us to have a discussion because we're stuck uh, arguing um, from totally different reference points. You know what I mean? This is yeah, the, the way... That this is how they keep us divided, which is why it's so hard. Because you know he cares about people. You can tell. He's not here to razz you or to piss you off. He's here because he cares about people, right? Just like me, just like you, just like Daniel, you know. And I would say probably most people in Colin are here, Andrew, Brady included. So we're arguing over different aspects of the uh, misinformation, disinformation, trying to distill out what the truth is. And uh, it's nearly impossible uh, often. You see what I mean? And and, and and depends on where you get your media. And and, and we've discussed all that. So it's, 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 it keeps us tied up and bound up in the, what we call the right-left paradigm. You know, we can call. So uh, that's the bigger picture. And and this is, we can go, even the distractions, like, okay, this whole Trump being charged with this and Biden crime family and Trump crime family, and they are. Uh, but but what's really the highest priorities here, we, we can get so sucked in and defending our our. Tribalism, for lack of a better word, you know, like the, the Trump cult. You see what I mean? Or, or the Biden cult. And then there's people saying, wait a minute, all that's fucking nonsense. We need new blood. Uh, DeSantis offers us some new blood, some new options, uh, along with RFK Jr. Mm-hmm. Right. And I would argue that's true. You know what I mean? And they all come in with their own baggage and, and people, uh, also are propagandized on whether, we know that RFK Jr. is not anti-vaccine because a vaccine is something that actually creates immunity. No, he's not it, anti-vaccine at all. That's right. Right. He's, he's pro-testing. Yes. Testing of vaccines. That's what, he, that's what he is. He's pro-testing of vaccines. But they have to right. keep on saying he's anti-vaccine, right? Right. To make the lie the reality, to make the lie the truth. Exactly, exactly. And and the vaccine could be anything that creates immunity. It doesn't have to be an injection. We, dogs get vaccine with nasal drops. You know, if you bring your dog to the vet and their vaccine often is the drops in the nose. So we know that we, we have this preconceived notion a vaccine is an injection. You know, so, so that's another thing that confuses people. So uh, also they change the definition of vaccine into not what creates immunity but what creates an immune response because the right. COVID vaccine does is not a tradition that doesn't anyway but of course if you listen to the cdc you think it still does because mm-hmm. that's what they're still saying it's maddening isn't it mike i mean and and, and we've had a bit of a pause where people have kind of forgotten about covid and we're yes. doing now as you've noticed the last couple of days they're ramping it up again oh we have a late summer you know wave going on here right it's all lies it's all of course lies. it is there's no truth in it but they want to sell their new boosters. They oh, yeah. The big pharma puts out the word, if they even have to, that you have to ramp this up because we need to sell our boosters going into the fall. So right. that's it. Right. That's all. It's, all, it's about, all about selling those boosters mm-hmm. now. It's about marketing. It's about yeah. pharma making a lot of money, sponsored by Pfizer, media, blah, 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 of course. And then 
But the positive, we can talk a little bit more about the candidates to be productive. We've got DeSantis who's saying we need to get out of the World Health Organization so we're not trapped in the IHR amendments that'll right. kick automatically right. by the end of 2024. Right. Right. So there's a difference in candidates where they're coming from. That's important. Talking point. Right. Uh, some people are going to say, Oh my God, we have to stay with the who. If we don't, we're not going to be able to stop world pandemics. That's the opposite. You know, end of the but it, but that's not the truth because if you study the real science beneath it all, and what's in the National Institute of Health uh, PubMed library, you learn or American Journal of Therapeutics or British Medical Journal, you get a whole nother different set of evidence. I mean, Jesus Christ, it's like fucking maddening. But so again, we're we're going to be stuck in this right left paradigm. The left believing that we need vaccines and if we don't if you don't get the vaccine then you're going to be a transmitter and the next the next one mike is based on their tabletop exercises catastrophic contagion they made it real scary just in their you know tabletops severe epidemic and terrorvirus respiratory syndrome that's going to give people polio and children brain damage that's they've already discussed that and right. you know so this is like fauci said by 2024 it'll Back, and like Gates said, the next one's going to get their attention. So this is all going to be pre-programmed and, and predictive programming, problem, reaction, solution. Those people like you and me and Daniel are going to say, take that propaganda and stick it up your ass. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then those who aren't as fully, um, oh, Gosh, there's so much. I, I, I'm sensitive to your time and, and how much time we have. We have other people want to talk. But do you, they're not aware what the real science is. They're aware of the CDC, FDA, corporate captured by Pfizer propaganda. Yeah, they, they, all they know is what they're told. Right. That's it. These right. people just simply believe what they're told and whatever their news mm. source says, right? And we've seen over and over. We're still seeing it. Bill, once again, we keep seeing it. There's been no admitting of being wrong. They're going along as though they were right all along. And they will do the same things again because what they did was right and worked. We know that's the opposite of reality. It's a total opposite of reality. But most people, especially people on the left, truly believe that masks worked. Right. That vaccines worked. Exactly. That that social distancing worked. They believe this stuff. Mm -hmm. They believe the the silent spreader. They believe that theory. Totally. But it's not their fault, though. Yeah. But the reason they believe it, like take my sister, who's ultrasound tech, uh, before that radiation tech works in the system, because that's all she's hearing. You see, it's not that she's not intelligent. She's in right. administration now. Right. But that's what she's hearing through all the people she works with. And she's hearing that it's safe and that all these are rare Side effects, da 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 da. And I'm not going to be able to convince her otherwise. No way, no how. In fact, we don't even talk. My brother's the same way. Because mm-hmm. he's CEO of a winery in California where Pretty Boy Newsom is, and he has to go along with it. You yeah. see what I mean? So, so intelligent people could be getting their information, and we're, we're a product of where we get our media from. And mm-hmm. so, you uh, have always been uh, in that field since 1990 so you you're much broader breadth and knowledge than the average person you know and yeah I, right i was in the field at 18 years old i got an right age I yes. mean, even before that in college in high school i, lo- I loved it 
you know, so I've always been involved. Right, right, exactly. I'm a very small minority of Americans are as into this stuff as you and I. Right, and exactly. Most people are very casual observers of this, and it's mm -hmm. very easy to fool the casual observer. Well, that, that's it, isn't it? And, you know, if I was still working on heavy equipment and not housebound and disabled where I can't even get my legs, you know, I can't, my legs don't function where I could work anymore. Okay, because I need my hips replaced. I got a ruptured disc in my back, all this other stuff. So I can't drive. I can't do anything. But if I'm only 62, so I'd still be on the heavy equipment and federal Superfund sites working my ass off many, many hours. And I wouldn't be talking to you and knowing a fraction of what I know. You see what I mean? Because I'd be doing something completely different. It's only because I'm housebound disabled that, and I'd like to keep my mind active. And otherwise, what would I do? I mean, I can't even walk in circles, I barely walk. So right. I'm not singing a song. I'm telling you the truth. So the point I'm trying to make is, you know, God closes a door and opens a window. And I, I truly feel like in the movie, It's a Wonderful Life, <laughs> uh, where this happened for a reason to me so that I can study the material and have the time to study it and get on shows like yours and do my own calling and talk to useful idiots and other people to to bring forward some of the information that most people don't have the time to right. research right. and become aware of. So right. with that in mind, E, you might want to read some more on what Mike was trying to say about mask, aerosolized virus, and what a mask can or cannot filter out. Just think of this, E. I used to do body work. I went to Votech High School. When we sanded Bondo and we sprayed and we had that N95 on, you can see the dust with your eyes and you can see the overspray bouncing off the car and everything like that, okay? And when you take that N95 off, I will tell you, and you blow your schnauzola, you're going to get dust and paint out of it. Right. Because the mucous membranes, guess, right, and those paint particles and dust particles, depending on how big they are, could be a hundred to thousands of times larger than and an aerosolized virus. Yeah, virus. Of course. Of right. Course. So, but you see, most people don't know that, Mike. It's but not his fault. Bill, Bill. Go ahead. Isn't right. that simple, common sense? I don't need to be fucking Oppenheimer to understand that, okay? You can see the fucking smoke particles that's how big they are you can't see the virus particles right they're smaller they're microscopic you can't see them yet the smoke particles even as big as they are they still get into your system and through the masks so therefore the smaller particles i mean do you need to be fucking einstein no but you see people are propagandizing they're busy and they're in survival mode and they're working and that's part of the problem because the cost of living today the potential earnings you know my dad mom and stayed home raised four kids dad went to work and he had a house and he wasn't under stress and you see what i mean things are so different today and that's part of the breakdown of american culture and the outsourcing and the, you know, if we can get into why that's happening and that's all intentional and then the illegal immigration where you have 22 million people working, the vast majority working undocumented. So the American companies profiteer off that. It's about maximizing profit and at all costs. The, 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 the transnational corporations don't give a shit about borders or you and me or anything or about cities. They don't, none of that matters to them. So, so this is that we don't have a government of by and for the people. Bill, it's been hijacked. With everything with everything yes. from the COVID to the Guantanamo yes. to the wars to whatever it might be. It's just easier to accept what you're told. Don't well, I, I, I think I think, like I said, um, 
most people are, if I were working, Mike, and I was commuting, I was working, we were working sometimes 12, 14 hour days. And sometimes with commute, it was 16 hours. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't, I barely had time to get home, kiss my fiance, eat dinner, take a shower and do it all over again. You know, I mean, realistically. And so if I was in that grind, how much time would I have, you know, to dissect any of this next to yeah. nothing? You know, and of course, you know. of course, now you mm-hmm. have the, you have your phone. I do. And no, I'm saying people have their phone and the internet right. and they can take five minutes away from looking at stock features or porn and look yes. at studies about masking. Right. You can, you can look at Fauci during the eighties and nineties and his, uh, right. That's true. To AIDS. It's very simple to do literally 10 minutes. The most you'll find out information yeah. that you're not told by the mainstream media. Okay. People just don't want to do it, Bill. They don't want to do it. I don't know. I mean, look what happened. Let's look what happened in the the censorship hearings to RFK Jr. How how Debbie Wasserman Schultz. That was all propaganda was she was thrown at him. Yeah. And thank God for Thomas. It's Thomas, right? Massey, the, the guy who has a degree in medical degree, who came yeah. forward. Yeah. Yeah. We said no, no, no. Actually, but she was bulldozing him, and of course RFK Jr.'s got this difficulty talking, and and you know she did that for sound bites so she can play that. And uh, this is what happened also to Elon Musk with the claims that he lied in front of Congress. That was all bullshit. That was an acronym he used in Twitter where he added an S or something to a very similar other acronym. Both, the, the, whatever, they're interrelated. The, 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 what, the, whether it was federal or, or in the, uh, privatized, there were interrelated agencies, you know, because it's obviously a revolving door, and I can't remember the acronym. But they'll do this to create a soundbite to get their... Tribe behind them to get yeah. more donations for the next election. That's all that is. Of course. Be- yeah. Why? Because ultimately, Mike, no matter whether it's Fauci and Rand Paul having it out or whether it's anything that we've, the Fed's direction, nothing fucking changes. Fauci goes on to do what? Get a job at Georgetown as a professor. Yeah. And then, you know, you see what I mean? It's all part of the razzle dazzle negative circus. So right? sometimes you feel like you're swimming upstream, you know, and you can't. We, we are. You can't win, but I think we have to just keep on hammering it and getting the truth out there. You Best do it we the can. Way you can. I do it the way I can. Exactly. We do it the way we can, and that's it, right? And well, yeah. ob- obviously, that's w- what we do. Right. We have that's that, what we do. And we have more ability to do that than we did 10, 15 years ago. You know, so. That's right. why they want to censor us, Bill. It's exactly that. We have to worry about this twenty years ago. Now let me touch on that real quick because I know you want to run go and ahead. take other go callers. Ahead, I want to go to Andrew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I loaded up the live chat again. We'll try it another time. But and this is going to push a lot of people's buttons, but they need to hear it. One, we've got the sound of freedom, which is narrative control. And there's a lot of people who know better who are saying this. Not that, that there's anything wrong with the movie, but it focuses on what? Cartels, right? Mm-hmm. These spooky foreign cartels. The real issue is the elite pedophile sex trafficking that goes on from the, the real so issue. is the Right. We talked the about that. Yes. Right. Yes. And so, right. and for people who don't know that, study that. What's happened? Child Protective Services, for example. Just start with that one, and yeah, you'll the, be the, the, the sound of freedom focuses on the cartels as the main thrust, right? It, but also the fact that it spreads to this country. To remember, at the beginning of the film, there's that kind of upper middle class guy, 
who's involved right. in the whole thing. So it spreads to the you know the wealthy people through the, the cartels, through the cartels, right? Right, exactly. Or the cart back and forth. It's 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 uh, they in, they interact in a way that's very sick. It's it's it, you know obviously so right right exactly. And eighty eight percent of the of the children in sex trafficking, believe it or not, are from child protective services. I know that's in our country. Yes. Yeah. And we have Bill, the house. Mm -hmm. Come back on tomorrow. Oh, all right. Tomorrow. All right. Thanks, Mike. Right, let me get to Andrew. All right, Bill. Yeah. Thanks. I appreciate yeah. it. All right. All right. Okay. Um, let's go. I'm gonna, I am I want to play another DeSantis clip, but let's go to Andrew. Hey, Andrew. We have two Andrews here. Andrew, you're on in Let's Be Heard. Hey, what's going on? What's going on? Give me, uh, can you give me like two minutes? I thought, uh, I thought. Uh, go, go. Go ahead. You have time. time. Go ahead. Give me yeah. a second. Oh, oh, give you two minutes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, that's right. Just give me like two minutes. I'll get back on. Sorry. I'll hang up. All right, go ahead. Good. I can play DeSantis clip while you're while you're waiting there. Okay. There are two Andrews. Very confusing. We have two Andrews. Andrew, do you want you want to come back on now? When you're ready to go, put it in thumbs up or put it in the chat or something. Fake Andrew? That's not a fake Andrew. There's more than one person with the name Andrew. Right. Okay. So sometimes we have two bills. Sometimes we have two bills. Hey, Bill got fiery tonight. Fiery. I like that. But you, you know, I don't want you to get evicted. So anyway, let's go to the uh, DeSantis clip. This is um, DeSantis being asked by Brett Baer around like the the wokeness, his wokeness thing, and that the criticism that he gets too involved in the culture war. And this is his uh, response to that idea. I hope this plays well. Let's see. Okay. And I would push back. When I hear about, oh, culture war, standing up for the rights of parents, standing up for the well-being of children, that's not some, quote, culture war. That is central to the lives of tens of millions of people throughout this country. It is the right thing to do to stand with our kids. It is the right thing to impose indoctrination in the schools. And I totally reject being in Iowa, New Hampshire, that people don't think that those are important. They do think there's important. These families with children are thanking me for taking stands in Florida and bringing that type of vibrancy to the White House. That's a great answer. And that's what I always say when people say, oh, he gets too involved with Disney and wokeness and this, that and the other thing. But I think wokeness is a really bad disease, actually, that's spreading through this country. And what's bad about it is that it's not like it's just a, a few people you know, saying crazy things, you know, a few extremists on the left saying crazy things. We're getting real policy now, right? We're getting real policy. Remember, I live here in California. We have crazy legislators. We have, you know, the governor, the hair gel king, Newsom. And then we have, you know, people like Scott Weiner, who's a disgusting individual, who's actually gets laws passed because the, the uh, legislature is so Democrat, wacko Democrat controlled where you're taking rights away from parents, you know, where they're telling children who are 12 years old to escape your, your red state and come here and you can get your dick cut off or your breast cut off. So this is real stuff. This isn't just like, this isn't just like social media bickering. Okay. And the people who don't want us to talk about this, try to demean us and try to demean what DeSantis has done by calling him, you know, uh, just obsessed with culture wars and wokeness. We've had a couple of callers on this show continue to perpetuate that lie. 
And that people around this country, such as suburban women, don't care about this stuff. When they do, we see it all the time, right? We're seeing it with school board meetings and parents who are now running for school board. Most parents, regular parents, will never think about running for political office, for school board, but they're doing that now. We saw what happened in, in Virginia with Glenn Youngkin winning, right? Basically on this one issue of parental rights. So this wokeness is infesting so many different parts of our culture and most importantly, hurting our children. It's, it's targeting and hurting children. And it's part of the government's, uh, the authoritarian government wanting to be the parent of the child, the government believing they are the parent of the child, not the actual mother and father, which is, of course, disgusting, ridiculous, and something that DeSantis is fighting against, much more, by the way, than, than Donald Trump has ever fought against it. So, okay. Andrew, you think you're ready? Is this the real Andrew? Yeah, okay, you're ready. All right, Andrew, how's it going? What's going on? How are you doing, Mike? All right. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> the other Andrew thinks you're a fake Andrew. Oh, well, you know what? Maybe we're all fake. You know, it's all one big simulation anyways, right? Exactly. <laughs> we can call ourselves anything we want, right? Yeah. No, no, I was uh, I was listening to you, man, like I always do. Here you, I fucking, here you killing the game. Simple logic, simple logic, man. Yeah. Um, you said something. Um, really, I was, I was ringing. I was like, yeah, that's that's the point. Um, nowadays we have a society that doesn't want to do its own research. They just want to read the titles of a thing and say they got it all figured out. And um, I think Will was saying something about um about the concept of like you know like we're so distracted with everything you know we're 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 overworked we're underpaid and you know fed up and i get it i do get it but logically right in order to fix something you got to put more work into it that's just the way things work you know you i don't i don't i'm not like the kind of guy that says hey pick yourself up by the bootstrap shit but if you don't pick up your boots and you don't put your fucking pants on it's not going to really work out for you. That's just the way the world is right now. And it's not going to change anytime soon. So when it comes down to like, you know, even I remember when it first came out, right? I had my family like 50-50 about the vaccine thing. Um, my mom had to get it. My brother had to get it just because of their, where they were working and stuff. Um, and I, and, and we talked about it. We went over it logically in the beginning. It was a little bit more like uh, kind of just follow the narrative, but then, Mm. Yeah, you know, lo- some people are still logical. They have open minds. So you, I worded it to my mother. Hey, look at this. Look at this. They they're saying that they're putting it on the news that it's going to be this much of a death rate and it's going to be the mortality rate we've never seen before. But just look at it. Look look at the numbers right now. We have point zero eight at the highest percentage of COVID being you know the the top death rate and now it's going down like and so you know we started okay you know maybe we're not gonna get they pushed off on getting it until they you know had to had to get it and um that's the thing um as long as we stay open-minded and clairvoyant you know and um and i feel like it's it's a very good move on the government's behalf to separate us you know like 
we shouldn't be arguing about science. We shouldn't be arguing about what scientists said this. We should be looking at the data, paying attention to the research and coming up with our own consensus as free-minded, free-willed people. But for some reason, they want we, they, they get us to fight about it over something that, oh, you didn't get it? All right, fine, motherfucker. I don't care if you got it. You got right. it? And, I don't care. You, yeah. Well, and a lot of it, like you said, and I think this, what you said makes sense, is that they keep people so busy. People need two, three jobs to make a living. Mm-hmm. They want people to not have the time to be able to research themselves, right? They want to keep people so busy that they're just going to listen to what they're told. Because as Bill said, they don't have time. They don't have the effort, the energy to put into actually doing their own research and learning the truth. Well, They'd rather just come well, home, Mike, turn the TV that, on, eat potato chips, that's, and listen that's to exa- what the people that's on That's exactly what I was going to tell you, brother. Because when you said that, because people would rather do the things that bring comfort rather than um, – a hard lesson. A hard lesson. Hard, huh? yeah, yeah. yeah. You know hard what I mean? Lessons. We don't want to yeah, be yeah. kids anymore. We don't want to be taught yeah. by some, you know what I mean? Another grown man, especially right. like, um, you know, with, with the whole um, technolo- technological ages and we have our news on fucking YouTube that we actually have real journalism coming from comedians and, <laughs> and, and uh, uh, podcast guys, you know, we don't really have it from CNN and all this. It's like, how. How do I say it without being an asshole? <laughs> it's like how how do you go about complaining so much, but yet when you do have the time to, you know, just you, you anybody can kick their feet up and relax on a day off, right? That's fine. I don't have a problem with that. But you're not doing it all day. You're not eating all day. You're not sleeping all day. You're not, you know, playing video games all day. Even if you play video games, you gotta take like a break and got you know, there's these things, these moments in time like me. When I get my lunch break, my 30 minute lunch break, I hop on a, you know, a Russell Brand podcast. I go ahead and listen to, you know, the new story that came out. Just a quick thing rather than scrolling through Instagram or Snap, whatever the, the new thing is. And I think that's a form of accountability that people aren't willing to take, you know. No, you're right. And, you're and on a bigger correct. note, you, you yeah. know what I was thinking? Like, OK, let's just say like, you know, these big government entities that rule the world, the Ogalarks, right? They don't want to work, obviously, right? They don't want to bust. But he did it, supposedly, whatever. So mm-hmm. that's our view. Want to bust their ass? They don't want to, you know, help us out. So we have that viewpoint. But if we flip to the alternative, let's say we flipped everything around, where, um, you know, you can, you do have the opportunity. I mean, I believe everybody has an opportunity to be whatever they want in this world. Is if they bust their ass and you know put that. It's not a nine to five, man. Trust me, I'll tell you that. It's at least uh, sixteen hour days. You got to be working to get get some results in a, in your own business if you're really trying to go somewhere with it. But um, that's neither here nor there. Um, I think people kind of like where we're at, man. I think people enjoy the little cus- uh, the 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 privileges and the the things they're able to do and the the kind of you know it is a rough life, but the same time they don't really have too much complaints they could sit around their house and eat potato chips snack on mcdonald's and you know do all these little freedoms but they people just like complaining i think and 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 when we're talking about putting in the work to change the world or to change certain policies you have to put in the work you know that's the the, the thing i was saying about jordan peterson he's like i love protesters they're great but what would i do i put my 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 speeches at 8 a.m now they don't show up 
And that <laughs> just goes, I don't know, man. I just, I just feel like, I feel like we have too many people who complain but work and that outweighs the people that actually put in the work and have a justified meaning. To- yeah, you know? we do. Right. A lot of people just complain and don't do anything about it. Right. They just simply complain and then they go along to get along. Right. I and mean, we, we saw this during COVID. Right. People might have said, I don't. Yeah, I really don't believe masks work. You know, I, mm-hmm. I got I got an IQ above 80 and I don't believe these masks <laughs> do anything, but I'm just going to wear them anyway. Mm-hmm. Why? And then and then the worst part is, oh, and I'm going to also judge people who don't wear them, even though I don't really care. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yes, exactly. It, well, that that was a the elitist, you know, the feeling of superiority. Right. You're oh, better. Yeah. You're that a tribalism great, stuff. You're right a great there, virtue signaling who listens to your government who would never tell you to do something that, you know, wasn't necessary and mm-hmm. for your own good. You know, we would never abuse science. Good. Yeah. A- anytime, except for politicians, politicians are supposed to have slogans. All right. I don't mm-hmm. blame Trump for draining the swamp. It was a lie. I don't blame Trump for making America great against a slogan. Never back down as a great one for DeSantis. But when you start to look at government needing slogans in order to push policies, and make people mm. do things like for the greater good. Then you know you're in Orwell territory. Yep. Do the opposite of what they're telling you to do. And then, and and, uh, and and you know what? People like I was listening to a few um, just and they're talking about micro uh, transgressions and my cases and all these things. Yeah, level. And when you you live in these delusions, right? Like, let's just say, right? You're, there's this person who says, you know, I don't really believe in masks, but I'm going to wear it anyways, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that little acceptance of that delusion, right? If you keep adding things like that, you know, oh, well, yeah, sure. Like, and I'm, I'm just, like I said, this, this isn't to like, I don't hate on whatever you want to be, but is in the concept of these micro um, delusions or micro decisions that you make, um, let's just say it's like, Hey, you know, but, uh, but, but I'm living in that little, you're accepting that little delusion. Then another little delusion. Oh, well, men could be girls and girls could be men. Toxic mindset, a toxic mind frame. And yes. you don't know it that it's going on because it's so small. It's kind of like an, uh, an addiction, right? You don't realize you're addicted because the dopamine, you know what I mean? Everything's not really clicking because it was so small of a transgression or you're living in that delusion. You're not able to realize the big change that you've done to your life or your mind, your body, your soul, everything. Mm-hmm. And and when you go ahead and put that, you know, all those little point zero, point zero one, point zero one, point zero one, you add that up, that's going to make a, a, a 5%. It's going to make a 10. It's going to make, you know what I mean? And, and that is going to start changing your everyday decisions, how you view certain people, how you judge certain things, um, perhaps making you a little bit more uh, divisive, a little bit more angry, a little bit more this, that, disrupted, right? Yep. And I feel like that is a place – it's very implemented well. Um, we've seen this time and time again with, um, you know, uh, black ops operations and uh, – the I mean, black ops and uh, the whole, like, psyop psyops and stuff that 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 they continuously do um you know if you if you put that into what they're doing to the american civilians it's like yeah like when you realize you're part of the game you have to 
come to that acknowledgement of like, you know, self-acceptance, working on yourself, realizing, okay, I, I got fooled. I got duped. And nobody wants to admit that part. You know, that that's a very tough cookie to crack, acknowledging you're wrong. Yeah. Andrew, mm-hmm. thanks for the call. Yeah. I appreciate it. No worries, As brother. Always. I got you. Man. Have a good one. <laughs> All right. Thanks. All right. I think I'm going to start wrapping the show up. I think I'm going to wrap it. I'm not going to start. I'm actually going to wrap the show up. But I, I think DeSantis... Everyone had good calls today, by the way. And uh, I, I think that DeSantis on Brett Baer did a great job. He always does. I like playing these clips whenever he does these interviews because he's so like succinct and direct and honest and he stays on point. And uh, I think, obviously, I like his answers. I think his answers are correct. And I think his policies are correct. So, But he's also very good at staying on. And now he's doing a good job of criticizing Trump without doing the childish schoolyard stuff that that Trump has, because that's one of the reasons why people prefer DeSantis to Trump. So if he were to do the same thing Trump did, people would say, well, you know, why bother making a differentiating? So that's one of the things that DeSantis supporters like about about him is that he's not Trump. He's not like Trump, even though, of course, the people on the left will try to make it look like, especially after he wins the primary that he's just another version of Trump. Of course, it's a, it's a total lie. It's like everything else that the left has, everything else the left says, there's no real evidence or facts to back that up. There's nothing. The way he acts, the way he answers questions, even his policies aren't the same as Trump's. So it, I think that he's doing exactly what he needs to do, doing exactly what he needs to do. And Trump is going to implode. He's running out of money. He's afraid to debate because he knows DeSantis. He knows DeSantis will not allow him to do what he did to all those losers, as Trump called them, probably appropriately in 2016, right? 2015, 2016. He knows he cannot out-debate DeSantis. He cannot outsmart DeSantis. He can't bully Ron DeSantis. And Ron DeSantis, when he's on that stage with Trump, will fight back and that will make Trump look bad. So, and defeat Trump. In the you know and that so once again it's it's amazing to me how Trump supporters can say oh Hillary was afraid of debating Biden was hiding in his basement he canceled the debate because of COVID he's afraid to debate the great Donald Trump and then Trump decides not to debate and that's okay because he's the great king dictator he doesn't have to uh, these people are certifiable they truly are all right. So that's I want to thank every the great calls. Who called? Who was it? Bill. Bill called. Uh, Andrew called. Um, we had uh, uh, E call. We had uh, who else did anyone else call? Am I missing anybody? I hope not. But I want to thank everyone for listening as usual. The name of the show is and let's be heard, and it airs weeknights. Okay, I come on 11 p.m. Pacific, 2 a.m. Eastern, sharp weeknights, which means I'll be right back here with you again tomorrow night. What will happen between now and tomorrow night? No one knows, but I'll be right here. So I hope you are also. Thanks everyone for listening. And until, until tomorrow night, this is Micah Chopoli reminding you that your influence counts. Use it.